0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.
1: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington.
3: and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin.
2: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business,
6: It's another to just get your heart ripped out, your soul crushed. I don't want to go too too far with this. But, man, the Chargers, not just losing to the Chiefs, but losing in the most heartbreaking fashion for their fan base or the people who were gambling on them. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben here on Fox Sports Radio. Hit us up. Don't be bashful. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. At the No Show on Twitter. Love when the Mellor Militia is interactive. So uh, I'm going to get to the calls here momentarily. Let me just talk for a few minutes about these Chargers. These heartbreakers that they are. And these analytics-driven, compulsive gamblers. First off, the heartbreaking portion of this. So the Chargers, they went for it on fourth down over and over and over again. Literally. Five, three times inside the air opponent's five-yard line, they came away with no points. None. So there's that. First drive of the game, Chargers went for it. Tight end Donald Parham Jr. was wide open. And he dropped the ball, and then he hit his head on the turf and was taken off the field on a stretcher. And it was scary, man. It wasn't one of those where... Just as a precaution, you put him on the stretcher, you wheel him off, and he looks like he's completely with it. Might even give a thumbs up, and you're like, okay, things seem to be okay. Parham, his arms were shaking when he was being carted off. It was scary. Not good. Uh, so hopefully everything is all right, but he's being evaluated for a head injury. As soon as we know more, we'll pass that along. But hey, man, fingers crossed that everything's okay. But that was the first drive of the game. Fourth and goal. Wide open tight end, doesn't make the catch. And the next thing you know, he's carted off the field on a stretcher. Some of this stuff, I swear, only happens to the Chargers. Then later on in the game, tipped ball at the line of scrimmage, goes right up in the air, Chiefs make the interception. Then later on, right before halftime, Chargers have a touchdown. They're already up 14-10. Even with all these miscues, missed opportunities, they're up 14-10. Just before halftime, The other tight end, Jared Cook, he's wide open. Pass was a little off target. Would have been a tough catch. Jared Cook couldn't make it. Would have been a walk-in touchdown, but another missed opportunity. Chiefs decided to, uh, Chargers decided to go for it on fourth and goal with three seconds to go. They said, "Ah, do we need a field goal to go up 17-10? to No, field goals aren't going to beat the Chiefs. We got to go for touchdowns. Well, it's great if you score touchdowns. Not as great if you don't convert and you get zero points, which, again, happened three times. So just before halftime, Daniel Sorensen with a knockdown pass at the line of scrimmage, and the Chargers got no points. But they're still leading, 14-10. to Later on in the game, Joshua Kelly, he fumbles at the two-yard line. But somehow... Nuosu, he picks off a pass and the Chargers score a touchdown. So they're still humming along. Chargers are actually up 28 to 21 late in the game. Just need one stop. They don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. Chiefs right down the field. They tie up the game. Then the Chargers, they get the ball with 1.16 to play. Plenty of time. Two timeouts. Just got to get in field goal range. Drive starts off well. They get to their own 44-yard line. They don't have to pick up many more yards than that. Drive stalls. Have to punt. <laughs> then it goes to overtime, and of course the Chargers wouldn't win the toss. I mean, why would they win the toss? They're the Chargers. Sometimes it just doesn't go their way. And this isn't to throw a pity party for them. you got to make a stop. You have to at least prevent your opponent from scoring a touchdown. That is not asking for the sun, the stars, and the moon. Make a freaking stop. They couldn't do it. Travis Kelsey, house call. 34 yards, walk off. The Chargers missed Derwin James a ton. And they relied on Drew Tranquil to try to cover Travis Kelsey. And Kelsey ate him alive. It just it wasn't a fair fight. And to make matters worse for the Chargers you start thinking what could have been. Again, they were up by seven points late in the game. We've got less than two minutes to go. Chargers have a lead. And if the Chargers hold on to win that game, they are in first place in the AFC West right now. They have the same exact record as the Chiefs, but because the Chargers would have beaten the Chiefs head-to-head twice, the Chargers would be leading the division. Instead, the Chargers miss out on a golden opportunity, and now they are two games behind the Chiefs, and they're fighting amongst all these other teams in the wild card race in the AFC. There's no way the Chargers catch the Chiefs. The Chiefs just basically have to win one of their remaining games to win the division. They've got a two game lead, right, with three to play. So the Chiefs have the Steelers at the Bengals. At the Pansy Broncos, I call them the Pansy Broncos because, well, they wouldn't draft a quarterback. You know, they thought Teddy Bridgewater would work in that division, with the, with the with the Chargers and the Chiefs, with like Mahomes and and Justin Herbert, who are throwing it all around the lot. But anyway, let me, let me not get off track with the Pansy Broncos. The, the Chargers finish, uh, the, sorry, the Chiefs finish with the Pansy Broncos. So the Chiefs, they're looking great to win the AFC West. And, hey, listen, take your hat off to Mahomes, threw for 410 yards. Travis Kelsey was an absolute monster. He had, what, 191 yards receiving, a couple of touchdowns, and Tyreek Hill. How often have we talked about this during the season? The Chiefs offense has not looked good in many instances this year. And yet against the Chargers, Mahomes over 400 yards passing, Travis Kelsey 191 yards receiving, and Tyreek Hill just, oh, by the way, Tyreek caught 12 passes for 148 yards and a touchdown. Chiefs have won seven straight. Right back in the thick of things. As it stands right now, Chiefs with the one seed in the AFC. And depending on how it shakes out this weekend, something to keep in mind, if the Patriots beat the chief uh, beat the Colts, uh, the Patriots back on top. if the Patriots stumble on Saturday night and the Titans beat the Steelers, lo and behold, Tennessee are right back on top because the Titans blew out the Chiefs 27 to 3 so they would have the head-to-head tiebreaker. So depending on how the weekend shakes out, Tennessee could be back in the one seed. But uh, it's a huge win, absolute huge win for the Chiefs, not just for the AFC West, but seating purposes in the AFC and the Chargers. That is just a monstrous clunker by them. Now, we have to spend a minute here on the compulsive gambler of the NFL. That would be Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach. Went for it multiple times on fourth down, didn't get it, Numerous times. There was only one successful fourth down conversion. They didn't get any points three separate times inside the Chiefs' five-yard line. Um, They passed on field goals, and they were 0 for 3. They got no points whatsoever. So here is the compulsive gambler, Brandon Staley, saying, This is what we do!
7: You know, I felt really comfortable with all those decisions. And, uh, you know, the first one, it's a... perfect pass and and you know just you have this this really you know tragic thing happen you know on the way down and uh, you know the one at the end of the half I I I love that and and then you just you know know, we just missed Jared on the stick you know and um, that's the way we're gonna play around here that's the way we're gonna play and, um, you know, when we have a quarterback like ours and we have an offense like ours, that's the way we're going to play because that's how you need to play against Kansas City for sure. Um, and that's how uh, we're going to become the team that we're ultimately capable of being is, is by playing that way. And, um, you know, uh, I'm really proud of our guys. I thought like we competed like champions today um, and they made a couple more plays in the fourth quarter and in overtime than we did. But I felt like our guys laid it on the line tonight and I'm very, very proud of them for that.
6: Look, man, when it comes to this analytic stuff, there's something to it, just not everything to it. And gambling, you hear this in Texas Hold'em all the time. Well-timed aggression. I think there are times to be aggressive. I think there are times to be calculated. You just shouldn't be aggressive all the time. Brandon Staley's like, this is what we do. It's how we play. Earlier this year, they gambled and they won against the Chiefs. They could have gone for a long field goal, and they thought, you know what? Field goal lead late. It was tied at at the time. They're like, even if we make this kick and the wind was blowing like crazy, they're like, if we win this kick, all Patrick Mahomes needs at worst is a field goal to tie this thing. I mean, he might mess around and score a touchdown. So they're like, let's go for it on fourth down. Fourth and short. There was an offensive penalty. It was fourth and seven. They're like, ah, screw it. Let's still go for it. And they got it. And they eventually scored a touchdown and won the game. They were aggressive and they won. But being aggressive in every instance isn't going to work out. It's all about the situation. And if you look on Thursday night, the Chargers missed out on their first fourth down gamble. Right before the half, they have the lead. To go up 17-10, to if you kick a field goal, that's pretty good. Instead, they rolled the dice. They crapped out again. Got stopped on fourth down. I just, look, I'm not against going for it on fourth down. But if you've missed numerous times in the game, you know, maybe kick a field goal. (laughs) Maybe that would have worked out better. If you go back to Texas Hold'em, that would be like winning a hand with Jack-10 suited. And then every time from that point forward you get Jack-10 suited, what, you're betting big? You're going all in? Like, no, it's all about situation. It's all about what's happening. Like, if you've lost on that hand a couple of times in a row, maybe you don't go all in on that hand again, you know, that night maybe if uh, you've got Jack Tensuda, it's a good hand, but if you're facing two overcards, yeah, maybe the odds aren't as good, right? Like, it, all the, the situations matter. You shouldn't just be looking at a sheet and saying, well, analytics says go for it. Like, what does analytics say if you failed time and time again about going for it again? Is that in there? I don't think it is. So I'm not against analytics. I just hate some of the poor arguments in favor of it. And Thursday night was one of those instances, man. If it is not going your way, going for it on fourth down, then change your strategy, you know? It's not abandoning everything that you're about. And this philosophy of field goals aren't going to get it done against the Chiefs. Well, you know what? Coming up empty certainly isn't going to get it done. And that's what they did three times. All right, 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Let me go out to the phones here. Our guy, Cowboy. Let's go to Cowboy's Corner. He's on with us here on Fox Sports Radio. You take it away, Cowboy.
8: Oh, good morning, Brian. Well, I'd rather have uh, Teddy Bridgewater any day than uh, Jared Goff. And uh uh some prayers for um, uh, Donald Parham's uh, speedy recovery and bye-bye, Urban. Uh, you have no kick coming. And uh, y- yesterday was the 59th birthday of the uh, fabled William the Refrigerator Perry. And Tuesday... Uh, uh, Charlie Trippi, the old uh, Chicago Cardinals player, was 100. He played from 1947 to 1955. And 69 years ago today, Archie Moore, uh, giving himself a slightly belated uh, supposed 39th birthday present, uh, although he's probably older than that, uh, won the uh, light heavyweight the title from Maxim on a 15-round decision. And uh, 52 years ago today, uh, Tiny Tim and Miss Vicky married on the uh, Johnny Carson show, you know, Tonight Show. I remember watching it with my two sisters. And uh, Tiny Tim died uh, November 30th, 1996, in Minneapolis while singing himself for the tour. So I guess Miss Vicky's still around. Three years afterwards, December 16th, 1972, my sister Karen married uh, Frank Turner, and they're both unfortunately deceased. They both heard passed of. away from cancer. Frank. On uh, May 14, uh, 2007, at 53, and Karen, on um, eight, August 11, 2008, and get on Facebook. at um, age 61, and also one of my uh, teachers... I have lipstick on right now. Uh, uh, Superior Court Justice Stephen Rogan passed away three years ago tomorrow with age uh, 74, and Brad Pitt and Charles Oakley will both be 58 tomorrow. Stone Cold Steve Austin will be 57 tomorrow. And uh, Dick uh, Robin Gardner, a former Major League pitcher, will be 77 Sunday. And Al Kaline, the old number six the Great Hall of Famer for the Tigers, would have been 87 Sunday, but he passed away uh, last April uh, 6th. And also, Dr. William DeVries will be 78 Sunday. He performed that artificial uh, artificial heart surgery on um, Barney Clark back in 1982. And Clark, Dr. Clark lived 123 days. And... Um, Yanofsky would have been, uh, of course, uh, 77 on Sunday, but he passed away uh, on December 13, er, 2002. And speak to people uh, on Monday, and um, as sort of an homage to Mike Nesmith, the old monkey who passed away last uh, last uh, Friday. said I saw her boots Now I'm a big liberal. Have a good Have a good weekend. See, you. talk to you people next week.
9: Bye.
6: Good stuff, Cowboy. Take that that for data. How about that? Brad Pitt? Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Birthdays. That's nice. Stone Cold, what did he say? 57? That's what Stone Cold's up to, huh? Where is it well, old Stone Cold? By the way, I love the beginning of that. That just tells you everything you need to know about the Pansy Broncos not being aggressive and going for a quarterback in the draft. He started off saying... I'd rather have Bridgewater than Jared Goff. I, I rest my case. If that's like the standard, uh, we got someone better than Goff. It's yeah. like, exactly. You've got no one, nobody. <laughs> that's what, where you're at. I'm sorry, Coop. Coop hates me now, man. Like it, He hates me with every one of these truthful Bronco takes I'm throwing out there. All right, we got a lot to do. Lots going on here. 877 99 on Fox is your phone number. I got to get to some of these point spreads. Man, the COVID-impacted point spreads. And also just a wretched suggestion. That's on the way. I'm Brian, though, in for Big Ben. This is Fox Sports Radio. Oh, the Finley updates
8: are frightful. They're too long to be delightful. And if you really want to know the truth, Finley's updates are long in the tooth. Well, he tries to be better than Eddie. But he sounds like Ugly Betty. Every Maller Militia member knows. Finley blows, Finley blows, Finley blows. Be
10: sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app.
2: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world.
4: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I will tune in to listen be Pipe
3: Leap Polish it till it glistens But do you even know The best he, she
5: on the Ben Maller show Alexis, the seven-tailed drag queen, only has seven toes. Actually, I think it's eight, if you count the one that grows. One of Alexis' rivals, challenged him to an octagon. But he decided to.
6: Ben is scientifically proven now, to help make time fly by me. by working the third and shift and, the and being there for you. We have a track record of almost 20 years Scott of nocturnal service. Stay. Help support our daily battle against insomnia by joining us on the program and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We need your support. Now, in for the big guy, it's Brian No. Thanks, Brian Fenley. Um, good to hang with you tonight. Are you in tomorrow night? I think. Yes, sir. I will be with you tomorrow night. Okay, good. Very nice. We will uh, rock it tomorrow night as well. By the way, I got a couple of tweets here I'm going to get to in a second. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Okay, a couple of tweets here. I thought this was uh, right on the money. it Coop just writes in, the Broncos are the tool of the NFL. Uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I have a problem with the Broncos not going with a rookie quarterback. Have a lot of talent. I'm just watching Thursday Night Football with Herbert and Mahomes throwing it all over the place. Two of the, in my opinion, top five quarterbacks in the NFL. And the Broncos are like, nah, let's just roll with Teddy Bridgewater. So I think that's a legitimate comparison by Justin right there. Seashell Pipes checks in at the no-show and just writes, uh, Gardner is a cool name. We had a caller earlier that said uh, Urban for a name is terrible. Urban Meyer, who's kicking kickers, (laughs) and got a pink slip. And he also said Gardner is a terrible name. Racist. Obviously with Gardner Minshew, right? Uh, Seashell Pipes begs to differ. Likes Gardner as a legitimate name. Brad, we were talking about, I'm sorry for this. I apologize, but again, watching Thursday Night Football is a tremendous game. The Chiefs scored a walk-off touchdown in overtime, and I couldn't help but think, is it in the best interest of the NFL to allow the other team to get a crack at it You get a possession no matter what, right? The only way you wouldn't is if it was a defensive score where you wouldn't need a possession. But Chiefs score a a touchdown, would it be in the NFL's best interest if Justin Herbert and the Chargers got a chance to score a touchdown themselves? I I mean, they might think so. I would personally keep it the way it is. I'm not going to throw a pity party for the Chargers. Just play better defense. Get a stop. Force a field goal. It's not like the Chiefs scored a touchdown on every single one of their possessions. So find a way to get a stop. But I couldn't help but think that during the game, Brad checked in on Twitter and says to the idea of both teams getting a possession, even if the the team takes their first possession and scores a touchdown, he says, no way. Might as well do college, bro. Also messes with the totals for Vegas. Hmm, That's kind of interesting, that last point right there. Uh, would they consider gambling implications if they were to give both teams a crack at it and let's say both teams score touchdowns, right? Like, uh, I I don't know. I think at this point they're more likely to consider like safety issues. They're all in the name of safety right now. A lot of the rule changes have been because of that. So I think they would be looking for ways to, um, if anything, uh, not extend the games even longer. So if you give both teams a crack at it, no matter what, uh, you do introduce the potential for more injuries. If you look at it from that point of view, so they, they're probably not going to mess with it, I don't think. But it did run across my brain.
10: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
6: Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth
9: Hour with Ben Maller along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week explore some amazing facts about human nature and more listen to the fifth hour with ben Maller on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast
2: the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world western nations like the u.s and europe
3: mexico will likely have its first female president
2: and then you have china
4: If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
6: or wherever you
4: get your podcast.
6: By the way, there's um, a comment Patrick Mahomes made after the game on Thursday night. So Travis Kelsey just went crazy. 191 yards receiving and two touchdowns. And Mahomes on the field after the game, he was like, You think he's old, so he can't run by people, but he still is. Like Sometimes athletes just make stuff up. Who is saying Travis Kelsey is old and can't run by anybody anymore? Who's saying that? Who's like, eh, no, he's not what he once was. Like Travis Kelsey is, I would say, still the consensus number one tight end in the NFL. It used to be Kelsey and George Kittle, and Kittle has been banged up quite a bit. Kittle has been unbelievable these last two weeks. But I think most people would be likely to say Kelsey is the guy on top right now. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes, like, yeah, people think he can't run by anybody anymore, but uh, he still is. So, there, how about that? Like, who's saying that? Sometimes people just make stuff up, you know? Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner from Alabama, stud quarterback, right? In his speech, Accepting the Heisman, he's like, yeah, people have counted me out my whole life. It's like, dude, you were the number one recruit coming out of high school. You had these NIL deals for almost a million dollars before you took a snap. Is everybody counting you out? Like, I Sometimes athletes just make stuff up, man. They do. One of my favorite stories ever was there was a uh, linebacker, um from the Lions, and um, he would he would make this up where he would make it up, Chris Spielman, he would make it up in his head where players on the opposing offense were trying to harm his family. He would have this in his head, and he knew it wasn't true, but that's what he would do to psych himself up for games. He's like, they're coming after my family. That's what he would do to prepare himself, and uh, that's an extreme example right there, but... This uh they counted us out. They didn't think we're still capable of of doing well or yeah, they don't think Travis Kelsey can run by anybody. Poor Bryce Love. Everybody counted me out. Like we're just making stuff up at this point, you know? Alright, a quick spiel here, and I'll get right to the phones. Okay. So some of these COVID impacted point spreads. It's pretty crazy where I realized that Washington and Philadelphia, right? The Washington football team and the Eagles, they have the same record. The Eagles are favored by nine and a half points because Washington, like, they have so many players on the COVID list and impactful players on the COVID list. So that line has shifted quite a bit. And, and, you look at the Browns' line, that line has shifted a lot, almost 10 points. The Browns have so many players on the COVID list, impactful players. How about this little nugget? So not only is Baker Mayfield on the COVID list, Case Keenum tested positive one day after Baker. And in line for the start on Saturday for the Browns is Nick Mullins, the former Forty Diners quarterback. So it's crazy. So the Browns, they were favored by six points earlier in the week. They're now a a three-and-a-half-point underdog because they have guys like Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper. They're all on the COVID list. A couple of linemen, Wyatt Teller, Jedrick Wills. And their secondary is uh, impacted greatly by COVID. The Rams... This is a sobering reminder of how bad the Seahawks season has been. The Rams have 25 players on the COVID list. Impactful players. Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Rob Havenstein is a starting offensive lineman for them. And they're still five and a half point favorites (laughs) against the Seahawks. The Rams have 25 players on the COVID list. Some starters, some impactful starters. And the Rams are still favored by five and a half. It has been one long season for the Seahawks. The crazy thing with them, the Seahawks, as bad as their record is, five and eight, they mess around and beat a Rams team that is wrecked by COVID right now with guys on the the list. The Seahawks mess around and win that game. Boom, they're all of a sudden right in. The wild card chase in the NFC, I don't think it's going to work out for them. But it's wild how bad their season has been. They, they would still be in the thick of, the, of things to get a wild card spot. Craziness. Now, real fast, the terrible suggestion is, hey, if the players are asymptomatic, why why not just let them play? And it's like, are, are, are you serious? Let, let's think this thing through for a little bit here. I'm not going to go on this whole spiel, but it's a safety issue. If a player has COVID and he's contagious, if he's asymptomatic, well, that's great. That's that's good. But if he passes it along to somebody else who isn't as lucky or, or that next player who contracts it, he passes it along to his family or anybody else in the world, like, that will never ever fly, ever. So the NFL, they're relaxing some of the standards. One of the things that they're doing is for vaccinated players, if they can test whether the player is contagious or not, that's how they're looking at it. So it's going to be a quicker return to play policy. You You just have to pace you have to pass these baseline tests and then boom, you're back in. Uh, that's for vaccinated players same system same setup for the unvaccinated players 10 days on the shelf no questions asked right so it'll be very interesting to see how things progress with the unvaccinated players if you're out for 10 days you could miss two playoff games potentially but get that out of your head it's been suggested hey if this player is asymptomatic why not let him play because he's still contagious all right and that's an issue <laughs> that's a whole issue for obvious reasons So And it's a safety issue. Like The NFL takes enough heat for adding a 17th game and not being about the health and safety of the players. You think letting players that have contracted COVID play, if they're asymptomatic, is going to fly? That's never going to fly. It's a hideous idea. All right, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. Uh, Let's go over to Marcel. He's in Brooklyn. Let's have a little bit of fun. What's going on here, Marcel? How's your morning going?
9: It AOK. A-OK, thank you. Good morning, Brian, Noah, and happy holidays to you. I have to tell you, without the L, there is no it in your name instead.
6: That's right, happy holidays to you too, Marcel.
9: And uh, I really miss you on Fox Football Sunday, but I'll be, be trying to speak to you and your buddy Andy Furman. But to doing some NFL picks instead, oh, we'll do that shortly. Let's but play I play really some mi- picks. Well, let's do I'll really miss you guys for Andy Furman and Brian Noah on Sunday mornings.
6: Well, thank you for the shout-out, uh, Marcel. We Who? appreciate that, man.
9: Yes, indeed. Well, all righty. Let's get ready for some NFL picks for tomorrow. we got the playoffs. It's just around the corner. And even Pro Bowl and Super Bowl, a new dawn, a new day. So, just a gorgeous fisherman. <laughs> No, 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 no. No, no, no. Not it. But I had to say, hashtag let's get into it, show. Militia. Let's get into it. There you go. And the NFL picks starting right now. Starting with you, Brian. Four nine oh Giants taking on the Cowboys. Giants. Three teams on Sunday. Brian, you there?
6: I'm here, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Oh, uh, the NFL picks. Who you get? I'm going to start with the Giants. Who's going to play this Sunday?
6: Wait a minute. So, you're asking me what is this with the point spread? Who's going to win? What's the exact question for you? Oh Marceau? yeah.
9: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a mistake there. Who's going to win? Giants Cowboys on Sunday. 4:90, taking on 9:40.
6: I'm gonna well, I'm gonna take the Cowboys to win the game, but I'm gonna take the eleven points with the Giants. The Cowboys offense just isn't firing on all cylinders. I'll take the eleven points.
9: Okay, sounds good. One PM Eastern, ten a.m. Pacific on jacked! No, no, no. I just said it again. One PM Eastern, ten AM Pacific on Fox. Next. Jets, Dolphins. Who's gonna win?
6: Dolphins, easy. Easy win for the Finns. Ooh, out of Ed
9: oh, Shadows. Yeah. Yes indeed, right. uh, that will be at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, same time on CBS. And then lastly, Seattle Rams. Addie's mm-hmm. got to love those Rams. They'll have nine four zero, but by Seahawks got 5-8-0. So, Brian, who's going to win?
6: I got the Rams in this one, even though everybody's on the COVID list. It's I like how West you throw North the North zeros Seattle, in there. Seahawks. It's just the Steelers, right? The Steelers have the one tie. and We don't have to throw the zeros out there for every team that doesn't have a tie, do we, Marcel? Yes, indeed. We do. Yeah, okay. All right, we do. Yeah. yeah we
9: do. <laughs> uh, Fox will air at 425 Eastern, 125 Pacific. Yeah. Uh, listen, I have the food picks on Monday with Justin in Cincinnati. Hope he's feeling much, much better. So in the meantime... Have a wonderful weekend, sir. I'll be. Wow, we do not even on-
11: get food picks. All right. Wow. I'll yeah. On-
9: I'll be seeing you on Sunday with you and Andy. In the meantime, don't what worry. Course. Don't worry. It's just tater tots.
6: All right, there he is, Marcel. I- I'm disappointed. I thought we were going to get some food picks. Big time in us. I was thinking lasagna. Has he ever had that as part of his food picks? All the time. All the time. I might have been right. Man, it's a bummer. My right guess there. had a chance too this week. I was going to guess pizza. Wow. Yeah, that's you might have been right with that. That's unfortunate. All right, we got time coming up for Coop Scoop. We have to have that in here. I am very worried about the new Matrix movie. So we'll spin around Hollywood uh with Coop. And also, oh man, you talk about a huge swing and a miss. Hilarious story before we get on out of here. That's on the way as well. I'm Brian no in for Ben Mallard. This is Fox Sports Radio. Why don't you wish John the Pie Guy a happy birthday? Happy
9: birthday, John Pie
10: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: Oh, the weather in Maine is frightful, but the boys are so delightful. If you got no place to go, you can go to the Ben Malley Show. Oh, the phone Nothing good happens
6: after midnight unless you listen to the ben, ben Maller Show, of course. Join the, the fastest growing club on Fox Sports Radio. Simply follow when Ben, ben on Twitter at Ben Maller. You can like at Ben Maller Show on Facebook and Instagram. Give us a follow at ben, ben Maller ben on Fox. You can add your touch to weekly night. show bits like Ask Ben so and, and Lame Jokes. Staying with Ben out because of a spa day, here is Brian No. Thank you, B. Fenley. Good stuff as always, buddy. Hey, do you think it's over? okay to drive stone the truth is your reaction time slow way down when you're high you not only put yourself in danger but everyone around you stop kidding yourself if you've been using marijuana in any form do not get behind the wheel if you feel different you drive different drive high get a dui paid for by Nitsa. now smooth segue going from high to coop right let's go to coop before we got a couple of minutes Another edition of Coop's Scoop. Take it away, Justin Cooper.
11: All right, I'll try to be uh, quick here. We got a lot this weekend, actually. Okay, all right. Uh, so uh, let's start out. We're at the theaters. Of course, this weekend, we have the release of Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home. And now, from what I've heard from the few friends that I have that have seen it, it's awesome from what I see on social media there you know there was a lot of hype for this movie and uh from from what i'm reading it's it's living up to the hype so uh that is available in theaters right now also in theaters is uh nightmare alley uh now this is a movie from guillermo del toro he's yeah. the director uh bradley cooper stars kate blanchett tony collette uh, Willem william defoe rooney mara ron perlman there's a whole bunch of people in this one all of uh, guillermo del toro's favorites uh it's uh, pretty
6: good. I like the trailers for that.
11: Yeah, it looks good. I have one buddy that is that has seen it already. He went to some like, Q&A with Guillermo del Toro and some screening, and uh, he said it was brutal, the movie. Uh, oh. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually pretty excited about that. That's in theaters as well. Uh, moving over to television, I just want to highlight a, a couple things here. Uh, we have this movie on HBO Max. It's available right now. It's called uh, – oh, it's actually a limited series. It's called Station Eleven. Now, this one's kind of, it's about a, a world pandemic that kind of gets apocalyptic, so I don't know if people might be kind of like, uh, I don't want to watch pandemic stuff, but, uh, and it's kind of like flu-like, but this was actually planned before the COVID pandemic began, and they've delayed oh, wow. it until now, so uh, it's actually got good reviews, so uh, that's available on HBO Max. Uh moving over oh the witcher season two i don't know if uh if 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 you heard of the witcher season one i
6: haven't no.
11: oh it's a it's a netflix show it's based off a video game i thought season one uh henry cavill uh, is that how you pronounce his name uh he's in it uh, he stars in it as the witcher i loved it i love season one uh season two is available today right now on netflix and then uh let's see i have to cut this short so i'm gonna also mentioned The Matrix Resurrections on Wednesday. I'm worried. Yes. Uh, I'm worried as well, but I'm definitely stoked. I'm going to check it out. I grew up on The Matrix. I love The Matrix, but I believe that one is a uh, one of those in theaters and on HBO Max. It is. Yes. Yep so uh so check that out and uh yeah that's uh do i have one i have time for one more thing Uh, (laughs) on amazon prime on tuesday december 22nd being the ricardos uh now this is from aaron sorkin it's got nicole kidman as lucille ball javier bardem as desi arnaz and jk simmons as fred uh nina Arlanda, as Ethel, I don't know who that is, but yeah, it's a week who? in the uh, the filming of the famed sitcom I Love Lucy, and that's uh, on Amazon Prime on Tuesday.
6: Good stuff. We love J.K. Simmons from Whiplash.
11: Yes, great, great movie.
6: movie. By the way, before we leave, Tops dropped the ball here. They have these special cards commemorating the Braves winning World Series. They screwed up the amount of games. It was six games, not five. And Dusty Baker is not the manager.